Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome the beautiful, the talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. I hope y'all are doing amazing. I am so excited because we have an amazing episode here at the Josie Show. We have two phenomenal guests. We have Craig Hendricks and Joan Olivia of Joan and the Roses. So we're going to I'm I'm going to be able to dig in with them, see what's going on in their careers, see what's going on in their lives and play some of their music here tonight. So make sure you stay tuned for the whole show. You're not going to want to miss a millisecond. (laughs) Is that the term <laughs> to be able to <laughs> to be able to find out what's going on? Um, but I am I'm very excited. We have so many incredible things going on in our world. It's just it's just been crazy. It really has. And you know, of course, the Josie Music Awards is coming up here in uh, October, and we have been planning and plotting and, <laughs> and doing so many sorts of things, uh, planning for the event. But we are going to still continue the Josie show. So um, we are not going to delay on bringing you the best of the best interviews with the best of the best guests. So make sure you stay tuned because you don't know who is going to stop by on the Josie show next. All right, everyone. My first guest is Craig Hendricks. So I hope you enjoyed this interview. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Craig Hendricks. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. So first off, I want to start off chatting a little bit about your JMA experience this past event. You came. Um, we got to meet you. Uh, how how was it? Did you have a good time? <laughs> oh, it was awesome. We had the best time. Oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. It was really nice meeting you. <laughs> it was nice meeting y'all as well. Uh, it was very fun. It was very fun. I wanted to ask you a little bit, kind of go rewinding a little bit, how and when you first started making music, when did this all begin for you? Oh, gosh. I was writing songs back, I know, in middle school mm-hmm. or elementary school. Hopefully they weren't as good as the ones I write now. But, um, <laughs> You've improved. You've improved. <laughs> I, began to, I played guitar. My grandpa taught me how to play guitar with a uh, bluegrass gospel station that came on locally. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of where it started, and then I did the usual kid thing. I put it down and picked it up for a number of years. Then I kind of did it in the by myself or at, at family reunions or, or family parties, private right. parties. I'd pull the guitar out. It just took on a life of its own, 
and when I finally gave in to it, it, it just took off. Right, right. And who who are some of the musical influences you've had in your life? Who did you grow up listening to and still listen to? Oh, gracious. That Now, growing up, I, I was very blessed to have a, a diverse, eclectic mix. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, when we were driving around in the truck, he listened to traditional country, well, it was modern country then, on the radio station. He also listened at home, and we listened to Motown. So I got the platters and the spinners and the temptations. And my mother's side, she introduced me. She gave me her album collection. So I went to bed at night listening to Roy Acuff and Tennessee Ernie Ford. And I have delved into everything from, uh, you know, the Southern boy. We listened to Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Um, you know, George Strait is one of my favorites, and it has definitely made an impact. Alan Jackson, those artists uh, really influenced me a lot. It's hard to nail down just one, because right. um, as a songwriter, I love uh, Town Van Zandt and Guy Clark and John Prine, mm. but also, you know, I love uh, Dean Dillon, you know, which is all great, but different, different families. Right. You have a great mix. I, you you have some of my favorites in there. And, you know, a, as you mentioned a little bit about songwriters that you look up to, let's talk about your songwriting because you are an incredible songwriter and we've been introduced to your original music that you put out and you are just a phenomenal, phenomenal songwriter. Can you tell us? You're welcome. You're welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about your latest projects or what you've been working on? Oh, gracious. Um, well, you know, my songwriting comes in two flavors or three, really. Mm-hmm. I, Corley Barker taught me that you can you write for marketability, and then you also sometimes write for yourself. Right. So I do both of those, and then inside of both of those things, I do plan writing and I do organic writing, where I may be riding down the road and I get a hook or a thought, and uh, I've literally pulled over to the side of the road and written a song. As far as what I've done lately, yeah. Uh, well, I wrote one, me and my wife wrote one together just a few days ago, which is more of a kind of a southern uh, gospel-type song. Mm-hmm. And then the, the next day, I wrote more of a, uh, a traditional country song that could be interpreted more modernly, but they just come out from everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> love that. That is very cool. It doesn't matter where it comes from, right? As long as as long as it gets there. And I, I think that's really cool. And it says something about how, you know, a different songwriter could have a different process. You know what I mean? It's always so different. And there's a specific song that we really like and um, a lot of people talk about of yours called I Want My Honky Tonk Back. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a song that we love and a lot of people talk about. Can you tell us a little bit about this one? So good. Well, sure. Um I was wanting to, start to write something up tempo. You know, everybody has a closet full of ballads. Yeah. So I was really wanting to write something up tempo, but I was having a little trouble forcing it. So I was playing around one day. I was listening, probably listening to Joe Diffie or somebody like mm-hmm. that. And, and um, the rhythm started getting in my head and kind of sticking in my head. I actually went and played. There's a place I used to love to play that's closed now in Red Bank, uh, Tennessee, outside of Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. And it was a little small microbrewery place they had a game room they had a ga- board games and they actually had some video games too and the first time i walked in the guys behind the bar and these people are talking about uh star wars trivia and things like that i said are you sure you want me coming in and playing traditional country or original music mm-hmm. and the guy said oh we love it here hmm. and i joked around with him about it because it's I played in a lot of little coffee shops and breweries, and, and you know, we're losing those iconic honky-tonks. They're disappearing. 
Oh, I know it's so uh, sad too. It's really unfortunate. It really is. Mm-hmm. So when the idea of the song came around, I said, you know, it's fun to go in and go into some of these places and look around. But I'd really like to have my honky tonk back. Uh, <laughs> so we kind of came out of that, and the and the lines that talk about having board games on a rack or you know, mm-hmm. big screen TVs on the wall don't even have a game on. <laughs> right. You know, they're playing Dancing with the Stars or something. Right. <laughs> oh, it's such a good song. It really is. For those who want to check it out, it's available everywhere, right? So people could find it. It is available. Um, right now, it's 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 a kind of a cut down version. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to actually be going in and doing a a different version and doing a video. We haven't settled on location for that, but I'm I'm really hoping it's going to be somewhere iconic in Nashville that we can kind of lay the story out for it. It is the song that got me playing on Broadway for the very first time. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I, I had to go down and audition for a gentleman down there that, that hires all the talent in for one almost one end of Broadway. I walk in, and he says, do me an original. So uh, I pulled out. I want my hockey talk back. And he said, well, you want to work three days a week, five days a week? Or, you know, what do you want to do? So, awesome. And it made, it made American Songwriter Magazine, too. So wow. Wow, that's something to be proud of right there. That's incredible. That is so cool. Well, I'm excited to hear the the other version that you're going to put out, but also the video. That's going to be a, that's going to be really cool and probably a lot of fun for you to film. <laughs> so that's going to be exciting. I'm a very visual person, so I love me a video. So I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready. I'm ready. But what what is next for you? I mean, are you are you currently writing uh, any new songs that you could tell us about? Is there any songs that are coming out that you could tell us about? Or oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> We're actually, we've had a EP in the making for some time now, and we're really, I'm pushing it to get it done before the end of the submission time for uh, the Josies. For sure. Um, yeah, I really want that in there. But um, mm-hmm. it, it is with uh, Century um, Music Group in Nashville, being produced by Art Ward. Because of situation and circumstances, it actually, mm-hmm. I got put off for a while. Right. But... They really did me a favor because had it been put out when it was originally supposed to have been put out, the market was in, in turmoil. Mm-hmm. There was nowhere to go play it. So, That's true. So we're working on getting it out now, and it's perfect time for it. Besides that, I've also got a song that I wrote with a good friend of mine, John Kinsey, out mm-hmm. of Cedar Bluff, Alabama. Um, we wrote one called I Found Grace. It, it, it touches on uh, some really bad times, addiction, things like that, mm-hmm. and, and finding... Uh, God's grace in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I just actually got in touch with uh, Chuck Day. Uh, he, he's the fellow that wrote um, Midnight Cry that Gold City made popular yeah. many years ago now. Mm-hmm. And Chuck's going to produce me, and uh, we're going to start tracking that one uh, Monday, actually. Nice. So we've got that in the works, and the EP will be out hopefully before the end of April. Mm-hmm. We're working on a project with uh, Kima Forest, CCB Studios, that we haven't decided yet whether we're going to go Joe Diffie-ish, fun, honky-talk country. Or we're, we, that's the way we're looking at it right now. Right. There's so much going on. I've got one that is going over real well with me right now. It's called Life Ain't Easy. It's one of those songs, you know, sometimes the, the songs that stick with you the most are the simple ones. They say mm-hmm. a complex idea, but they convey it in a simple way. Right. That's what this one is. Life's not life ain't easy, but it's mm-hmm. easier with you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and, oh. Uh, hopefully, we'll have that one out. 
I may run out and drop it as a single just to just to make sure that it's uh comes across your desk at some point. I'd love that. <laughs> Definitely. Please, please do. I'm excited. You have a lot of really really nice things in the works and um you're keeping busy and I'm really excited to, you know, check out the whole E P and also singles um we're definitely going to keep a lookout in everything that you are doing and we'll promote it like mad as well um once it all comes out no problem and you know i noticed about you you love you love live shows you love performing and you know you're you fill up shows pretty quickly can you tell us about um a couple that you have coming up so our listeners in those areas can maybe catch one of your shows and see you live well i know i'll be doing a uh, just a songwriters round at um mm-hmm. bobby's idol hour with gary cavanaugh about 2 p.m. I think I'm on stage on Monday. Um, as far as my gig shows, I'd have to look at the calendar to tell you. I'll be in um, right. uh, Hoover, Alabama coming up down at the Casual Paint. Usually that place fills up pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be next week. I think that's next Friday. They can find, they can find all your show dates on your pages too, right? Yes. Yeah. We did not book out as far this year as we normally do. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're actually finding um, better opportunities. We like to stay with the venues that have been loyal to us and treated us well. Mm-hmm. And then we build around that. But yes, uh, CraigHendricksMusic.com, ReverbNation.com slash Craig Hendricks. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook too. Perfect. Perfect. Please check him out. Check out the dates. Check out everything that you know, he has offer on the website and make sure you keep up to date on everything that's going on. Craig Hendricks, do it. CraigHendricksMusic.com, first and foremost, the one-stop shop. <laughs> Check out that website. And I also wanted to ask a few fun questions if you're ready. I love my fun questions. Ready? Absolutely. All right. So I wanted to ask if there is an artist out there today, who would you love to work with or do a duet with or perform with? I would love to sing one with John Anderson. Oh, that would be a good one. I've been told I have a couple of songs where I sound a little bit like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually used to, I deer hunted with him as a child and got to know his father. Wow. It's made to be. Come on now. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really cool. And the next fun question that I have for you, um, as you do uh, a lot of live shows and performing, have you ever had kind of an Embarrassing or awkward moment live and in person, something that just did not go well live? I had a, a full house one night, uh, well, one day actually during a, a festival, mm-hmm. and the PA overheated and quit. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, I finally, me and Gary Cavanaugh were there, we, I finally unplugged, and I played Roman Minstrel. I walked down between the, the seats and just played it where people could hear it as I walked around. Yeah. Um, that was uh, tense because I wasn't even sure if I should do that. Right. Um, but, oh, there had been so many. I had a mic stand fall apart on me on stage one night. <laughs> and the audience got to watch me um, duct tape it back together. <laughs> <laughs> DIY, do it yourself. Here's how you fix the mic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's genius. It happens. Technical malfunctions, y'all. It It happens. Oh, definitely. Yeah, when you're live, pretty much you're at the mercy of what's going on in the situation, right? Um, but yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you you have the mentality of just keep it pushing, keep going. The show must go on. Let's see, the next fun question I have for you is: there a venue that you have not performed yet that you would love the opportunity to? Yes, actually, I mean there there's some places around Nashville that I would like to play 
Just like I played them. I, I wanted to play in the, in the Nashville Palace. I, that may not be big for some folks, but I just wanted to do that. Oh, it's a great um, venue. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, I would love to play at the Opry. Yes. <laughs> hands, hands, hands. Oh, you're the best. There are some nice stages that I would love to get. I would love to go play. It's uh, the Rattlesnake Saloon mm-hmm. that's over in West, Northwest Alabama. It's a restaurant it's actually in the mouth of a giant cave. Oh, stop. That sounds like the coolest place ever. Yes. Oh, I need to check that out because I, I need to see that for myself. That, is, that sounds awesome. Come on down. I'll meet, I'll meet you in Muscle Shoals. Dang right. <laughs> Dang right you will. Oh, that sounds so much fun. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. Those are some those are some good answers right there. Uh the last the last fun question that I have is probably the craziest one that you'll ever have in your career. But hey, this is the Josie show, so it's all good. Um so if <laughs> if you could be any animal in the wild, all right, any animal in the wild, which animal do you think you would be best like personality wise, which animal do you think would best suit you? Do you feel? Ooh, why? Yeah. Well, I like the idea of the fly. Yes, for sure. Uh, I like to watch things sometimes from a distance just to see how they're going. You're right. You always see that hawk sitting up there on that limb kind of keeping an eye out, watching everything. Yes. It kind of knows what it wants, and it mm-hmm. goes after it. Mm-hmm. I like to think that's, that's a little bit of me right there. For sure. That is you. That's a good one. That's a great answer, actually. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, for sure. I could see it. And, and Craig, I want to thank you so much for joining me here at the Josie Show. And please come back anytime. And I hope I see you again this year, okay, at the JMAs. Absolutely. Can I, can I say one thing about yes, Josie's? of course. Just a couple of things. Josie's, you need to come to it, even if you're not on stage or, or for some reason you're not nominated. Or if you don't mm-hmm. even submit something, you're just a fan. Yeah. Come to it. I have met some of the best people, have become lifelong friends, and it's a... Real, legitimate music awards, which is what we need. Thank you. Oh, that's so Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, that is amazing. You are incredible, my friend. I appreciate it. the moment. The moment that I met y'all, I was like, yes, I you just I love I love your spirit and I love how you just go for what you want. And, um, you know, you just you are just such such kind gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you very much. Uh, and I can't wait to see you again. All right, now let's play Craig Hendricks' single, Whiskey and Diamonds, right now, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Stay right here. Enough this pain 
Oh, I face the view of my sin I guess that's why I've been drinking Josie Show. Joan Olivia, hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be back. Oh, God, uh, it's great to be here. Oh, well, so happy to have you. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm excited to talk all about your music. You have you have a new album, which I'm super, super excited about and to, to dig into deeper. But can you tell us how Joan and the Roses all got started? Sure. Yeah, so I have this band that I've been playing with for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And as you know, I was J.A. for a long time, just solo work. Mm -hmm. Um, As time went on, a lot of the solo work became a little difficult for people to find. And I was talking with my producer, who's also my lead guitarist, Andres Mm -hmm. Salomon. We've done all this music together. And we really talked about maybe putting a name on the band and promoting our stuff that way. So that's really how Joan and the Roses started. Of course, this was during the pandemic, and Mm -hmm. not everybody was hunkered down in their homes and under lockdown and not really going out to uh, physically promote stuff, which was really difficult. But we Mm -hmm. 
got the band together. Um, everyone was remote, and we started writing songs, producing them, and putting them out. And it just it took off from there, and and it became a lot easier for fans to access our music and mm-hmm. just put ourselves out there. It was wonderful. That is wonderful. I love how you still work even during um, the you know the crazy time of COVID. Um, y'all just work more distanced. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I think is great that you you know you kept going because I know music helped a lot of people during that time because it was just such a crazy 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 time. But you have a single that released from your album last summer titled '90s Girl." Can you tell us about this song and the inspiration behind it? So good. Yes, I love '90s Girl. Mm-hmm. It's not only one of my favorites on the album, but it's one of the more fun songs and favorite songs that I I've written. So '90s Girl. The song went through several variations, but I wanted, the title came into my head, and I wanted to write a really good summer bop. Mm-hmm. Because we, we had released, our first our first single off the album was Love Lies, which was a bit darker and more 80s pop, and I wanted to follow with that theme going into the 90s. I'm a 90s kid, I'm a 90s girl. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of talk about what made the 90s so fun for me. And so there's a lot of these clever references in the song. And usually, I think songs like these can get really corny. I told Andres, I said, if we're going to do it this way, let's make the references part of the story and try to make it really clever as opposed to shoving all these 90s cliches into people's faces. Right, right. So the story of the song is really... You know, you you're talking to it's a it's a boy meets girl kind of of a story, where mm-hmm. almost like the the kind of guy or relationship you hope to be in. So the start mm-hmm. of the song, we had all this space, and I I just kind of went behind the mic and ad libbed this conversation as if I'm talking to a girlfriend and oh my gosh she's so cute and mm-hmm. we had the best time last night and I feel like I'm in a Drew Barrymore movie and <laughs> it was a nice segue yeah. into all these references um, that tell this love story, Corey and Topanga, and Third mm-hmm. Rock from the Sun, and Kiss Me on the Bleachers, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's this really fun summer bop with a catchy melody that I just, I love it. It's it's one of my favorite songs we've written. I love it too, and it's I, it's just, oh, I love me a love story. <laughs> I really do. Exactly, everybody loves a love yeah. story. Yes. Oh, and I, I love it. I love it so much. And it is, it's very relatable. And also as a fellow 90s girl, I feel, I feel you. I am behind it 100%. And I hope everyone checks it out. It's available everywhere now, right? If they want to check that yes. out the song. Yes. Where, wherever you listen to your music, we're on Spotify. Perfect. We're on iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Amazon, Tidal. Wherever you get your music, we're there. Yes, yeah, so y'all have to get the full album, Roots and Wings. And how many songs do you have on this album? Well, there are five solid songs on the album, but there's six tracks. We have an intro track that uh, features some archival uh, recording from a very, very famous uh, legend. So I'll, mm-hmm. I won't give that away. I'll let people go to that. But there yeah. are five solid songs on the record, including 90s Girl. Yes. It's so good, y'all. You have to check it out. And like I said, it's available everywhere that you find your music. So check it out. And did you write all the songs on this album? I co-wrote them. Right. I, Andres and I wrote the songs together. I would write um, uh, I write the lyrics in about 
I'd say about 85% of the melody, I'd write them bare bones uh, on my guitar, and mm -hmm. I would send them off to Andres, and then he would build this wonderful arrangement around it, and, you know, you go through variation after variation, and then finally, you get behind the mic, and it's ready for a final vocal, and it, it, it becomes what you hear on the record. But this record is... I know everyone says this when they put out an album. It's a kind of a cliche thing to say, but there's a lot of material on this record that I've never talked about. Mm -hmm. It really it, it really dives into my own personal uh, journey mm -hmm. um, as a trans woman over the last five years. It's one of the most proudest things I've done, I have mm -hmm. to say. Absolutely. So this album is very you. So this really does tell your your journey. And so I'm sure it feels like when it's when it's like your own story and songs that mean something to you, it like adds like a special thing. So this one's kind of your your baby, this album, so to speak. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. This this record is everything. It's yeah. you know, it's interesting. It it feels like everything I've wanted to say, try to say mm -hmm. in previous songs and, and recordings that I've done. But with this record, I just kind of threw caution to the wind. I told Andres, I said, look, this this is the record to just let everybody know this is who I am. Mm -hmm. You love me, you don't love me, but I'm here anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You do not give a darn, and that's just how everybody needs to live. You know what I mean? Um, just to be that's authentically right. themselves. And that's what I think I love about you and about, you know, this, this album is you are just authentic to the bone, um, which I think is just wonderful. And how long, how long did your whole album take from start to finish this whole, this whole album? This record, let's see, we started recording this album. Um, well, we started writing it mm -hmm. in December. We, we had released okay. a Christmas album, December of 2020, and I immediately went into writing. And we started recording in January, finished in August, and released the nice. album on my birthday, October 22nd, last year. Nice, nice. Ooh, October 22nd. That's my mom's birthday, too. <laughs> birthday twins. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are birthday twins. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I can always use another birthday twin. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that you took your time with this project because you were able to make it exactly how you wanted it. And I could tell that it's just something that you are very, very proud of. And um, I'm very, I'm very excited to share it with everybody. So please make sure you check it out, Roots and Wings. Check it out now. And for those who may not know um, your song style or your genre or, or maybe like a theme, um, what would you say fits your voice best? What genres do you like to sing? Well, I love, you know, when we first, our first album was an album called Oswood that we released mm -hmm. also during the pandemic. That album was a little bit more into rock and roll and country and folk and yeah. country music and folk music has been a lot of the music that I write and have produced in the past and, and released. But with this particular record, it's got more of a, a pop and funk and almost 80s mm -hmm. aesthetic to it. And that is more... That's really a tip of the hat to the, the kind of music I was raised with. So it was really interesting because when we worked on this album, I found it so easy to sing this kind of music. And I was a little kind of worried about that because I had developed a twang. Yes. <laughs> I sang 
because I was so, I've, I've been singing country and folk for years and years and years. But when I got behind the mic to sing these songs with the arrangements that we have, I just, I was very surprised at how easy, it was like a glove singing mm-hmm. this kind of music. And we're, we're just a little bit of everything, to be honest with you. I, right. I hope we do, I hope we do a blues record. I hope we do a jazz record. I mean, mm. Tony Bennett has this great line that I've always loved talking about genres and putting certain things into categories. And he says, there's really only two types of music, good mm-hmm. and bad. Mm-hmm. So True. I kind of try to follow, follow that philosophy. So I, we're, we're a little bit of everything. I love that. I can't go wrong with that. I've grown up. I've grew up on every genre known to man. So that makes me very happy that you, you know, you yeah. like an eclectic mix. You know, it's just it, yeah. like you said. Hey, if it's if it's good, then it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> you know, but that's right. It's just all about it's all about the lyrics and how how it makes somebody feel. You know, so that's that's what I look for in music. And do you have any thoughts maybe about a music video for any of the songs on this album? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, nice. we, when we released Love Lies and when we released Nineties Girl, we tried to get um, a music video started for both of those. But again, with the pandemic, I'm, I'm here in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were good for a while and then we kind of went back in and then we were good again. And went, so yeah. just with, with restrictions and wanting to do it right, it's been a start and stop process. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually thinking um, about doing more of a, a visual album version of this record where um, I know some artists have done this where every song is a music video yes. and you just release, you re-release the album on all the platforms and every, every song on the album is a music video. So we might do something like that, which I think would better suit an album like Roots and Wings because mm-hmm. this album really is a journey and does tell a story. And yes, I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that would be a nice treat for fans if if every song on this record was a, a music video as opposed to just the singles. Yeah, I think so too. I'm such a visual person like you, and I love I love a good music video, and so I am all for that. And when when those release, you have to let me know because I will promote it everywhere. Let me tell you. Oh, absolutely. Thank <laughs> you very much. Anytime. We will, we're, we'll, we're going to get started on that very soon. That sounds like fun. And you're going to be as, you're going to be able to be as creative as you want to be. You're able to just put in your own your own thing. So that's going to be fun. Like on the creative aspect of things, you're going to be able to just go wild. <laughs> yes. You know, going back to what you said earlier mm-hmm. about it being when it's your story. Yeah. I love being hands-on and and I think there is a specific there's a particular kind of magic when it is your story, mm-hmm. you, you don't, you're not following any guidelines or someone else being in your ear. Right. It really gives you the freedom to express your authenticity and your vulnerability by telling your own story. And by telling your own story, you may be telling someone else's too. So true. It absolutely is. So you, 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 never, you never know who's listening. You never know who's listening. Um, and I think you can help so many out there. And uh, your music is just so relatable, I think, for anybody. You know what I mean? Thank and you. you're welcome. Thanks. And I think I think anybody who listens to, you know, this album, you will find one song or multiple on this uh, album that you're going to love and relate to, So, which I think Josie, is great. Josie, I am, I am so glad you said that because mm-hmm. I, I've, 
uh, when in promoting this record, when I when I when I jump on shows like these, I always say you don't have to come from a particular background mm-hmm. to relate to these songs. You music is music; it's universal. It if, if it's good enough, a great mm-hmm. song doesn't always have to sell itself. Nope. So I always say that you can come from anywhere. Be whoever you are. It does. You don't have to be trans. You don't have to be gay. You don't have to be anything. <laughs> In particular, mm-hmm. music is music, and a great song will will touch a human heart. Mm-hmm. And you will be able to relate to any any of these songs on this record. I think anyone can can relate to. You can. And what I think is really cool about music is is how universal it is. I mean, something that might be, you know, uh, someone else's story, you could find, you know. If you listen to the lyrics, you could find something that will, you know, touch you or that's relatable in your life as well. If you really listen, um, which Absolutely. I think, which I think is very, very, very cool, and why music is so healing. I think. Yes, I agree completely. Yes, yes, and so I wanted to ask you, uh, Joan and the Roses, can you tell us about, you know, any upcoming performances you and the band are going to have uh, here coming up? Anything in the books? As a matter of fact, we mm-hmm. are talking. We don't have anything solidified yet. Okay. But we we have been talking about a tour. Um, now that things now that things are opening up a little better, and th- you know, certain places and venues and yes. here in California are safer. We have we have talked about uh, sort of a mini tour around here and really getting our our music out there. You know, I I'm not that great with numbers. Andres is much better, but mm-hmm. I. I have been stunned by a lot of the numbers we're getting on streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to cultivate that and really push our music out there so we can reach larger audiences, people that may not be familiar with us or people that are listening to our music and want to see us in person. Right. So that, that will be happening um, this year. We will be doing that this year. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. And for those who want to keep uh, in touch and see what you are doing, the latest and greatest, where can we find you? I know you're all over social networking sites, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. And do you also have a website? We No, we do not have a website, but we we, we do a lot of our our promoting through social media. So people can follow us um, at Joan and the Roses, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, we're all over that. Instagram is a really great place to find us because we, I, I share a lot of, uh, um, you know, just a lot of acoustic jams, uh, songs that I've been writing recently that yeah. I'll just hop on my guitar and share that haven't been recorded yet. So Instagram is a great place for people to connect with us, um, reels and, you know, daily diaries. Uh, and new music, and of course, uh, promoting the album all the time, and 90s Girl, and, yes. and all of that. Yes, everyone, check her out, y'all. Um, Joan and the Roses, of course, Joan Olivia, you're welcome. Please make sure you go and check her out. You guys are going to absolutely love, love, love what you hear and um, and see. So please make sure you do. And what is, you know, what is next in your music career or like a bucket list goal for yourself? Where would you like to see your music career in like five to ten years or so? Do you think? Oh, man. Well, you know, honestly, it has always been a dream of mine mm-hmm. to play the Ryman. Yes. Auditorium. Ah, uh, you know, I, I took I took a trip to Nashville back in October. It was my first time in Nashville, mm-hmm. 
and I stood, we, we did the Ryman tour, and I stood on the stage and I had to ask, can I sing a little something? Yeah. And I totally thought that they were going to tell me no, because, you know, it's the Ryman. Right, you never know. Said, yes, go ahead. There's nobody was in there. There was no other people for the tour. They said, yeah, go ahead and sing. So I sang <laughs> a few bars of uh, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, Hank Williams. <laughs> and uh, my God, the magic in that room is insane. And I, I just, when I came back, I told everybody, I said, I got to play the Ryman. Yeah. So that's, if I can get to the Ryman, I'm, I'm good. Absolutely. I saw, right? I saw that photo of you too. And it is breathtaking. I'm telling you, I saw it on like oh, your Instagram. You. Oh my goodness. Oh, Nashville is, it's sacred ground everywhere you walk. I just, I can't believe it. it. We went all over the place and I, I felt like I was being anointed. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's it's serious stuff. It's, it's crazy, true. crazy good. It's so true. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I have some fun questions for you if you're ready. Yeah, I love sure. my fun questions. All right. So the yeah. first the first fun one for you. Um, so while performing live, have you ever had any embarrassing onstage moments that you could tell me about? Anything that has just did not go well live and in person? <laughs> it, all, it always happens. Yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> I remember one time I, I broke a heel. Oh. We were playing, we were really, really rocking out. And I, you know, you're stomping and you're yep. in the mood. And <laughs> no, no. So I'm, I'm in the middle of a chorus and we're really rocking it. I'm stomping. I yeah. broke a heel and I went, I went to walk and I tripped over my guitar cord. Oh, no. In front of everyone. And I just got back up and you finished the song. See, that's professional right there. You know, you got to just jump right back into it. You, you just got to keep going. No. No, you don't. Even if you have to take off, even if you have to take off the heels, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> just keep going. Oh, I've, I, I have played barefoot, my God. See? I can't tell you. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I, I have too, to be honest exactly. with you. Yeah, at the award show, I'm telling you, because I'm not a heel person. So I've probably because that's happened to me too before. Um, so now I'm just traumatized. But listen, you got to do what you got to do. So you just keep going. It sounds yeah, like it, you it, you did. It's so funny that you say that because I, I wore I wore these sparkly heels at the Ryman, and yeah. I I've, I figured if Dolly can do it, so can I. Yeah. And sure enough, I can't. Right. I'm, I'm the same way. I thought, I don't know how she does it. I don't either. I don't know. I have no idea. See, I ask myself the same thing. See, they're cute. I love how they look on other people. But for me, myself, I cannot, I cannot rock it. I can't. I, I just, it's, it's just not happening. Um, the next fun question that I have for you, is there an artist out there that you would love to do a duet with or perform with that you have not had the opportunity yet? Famous? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. I love, 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 love Brandy Carlisle. Oh, yes. Um, she is, I love her. my God, she is so in, she comes from that, that cloth of Joni Mitchell mm -hmm. and Elton. I mean, she is genius. Oh, genius. she is. I love, I love her. I, oh, oh, I'm obsessed. I know. I know. Me too. That's a good one. Who do we have to call? Who do we have to petition? Right? Oh, <laughs> We gotta make him. Brandy, if you hear this, <laughs> reach out to me. I, right? I adore her. Oh my oh goodness! Oh my God, she's fantastic. That would be amazing. I would buy whatever you two were, uh, <laughs> whatever you two were putting out there. I'm telling you. Oh, I would. Oh my God, me and Brandy yeah. at the Ryman. There you go. There you go. <laughs> two dreams in one. Look at you. We're, Do it. We're 
manifesting now. Manifest, reaching for the stars. We're putting it out in the That's universe, right. y'all. I love that. I love that. And then the last fun question, <laughs> the last fun question that I have for you, um, which is probably going to be the weirdest question that you've ever had in your entire career, but I love, I love my weird questions. So Uh-oh. if you could, nothing crazy, I promise. If you could be any animal in the wild, what animal do you think would best suit your personality, would you feel? Oh, what do you think? wow, that's good. Yes, right? I have never been asked that. See? Good. It's my personality. Yes. What do you think? This might be a tough one. Yeah, it is a little bit of a tough one. Yeah. I have to say, in the wild, Yes. I am going to say, I'll say a peacock. I love peacocks. Yes. Only because, you know, they spread their wings, their mm-hmm. feathers, and it's colorful, and it's sparkle, mm-hmm. and... They fancy. That's exactly who I am. Yes, they fancy. Yes. Yes, they are. I love that. I love that for sure. The world can use some fairy glam, and I'm here to deliver. You do, and you do deliver. You really do. Some of your some of your Instagram posts and stuff. I'm like, oh gosh, she is here for it. She's doing she's doing her glam. I'm telling you. I love it. I love it. And I just love you. You, just from the moment that I met you the very first time, I just love your spirit and just, you know, the person that you are. You're just lovely. So thank you so much for, for joining me, really. I remember I remember the first time I was on this show yeah. 11 years ago. Holy smokes. We were you, young. You guys must have, oh, my <laughs> God. You guys must have been in, I don't know, oh. your second, third season. Yeah. We were both starting out, yes. you know, and... Look at us now. I know. Album, you, you have albums out and stuff. I mean, and just, ugh, it's crazy, isn't it? I'm telling you, a glow I, up, insane. y'all. I, if, if, if you'll allow me to say, I yeah. have to say, Josie, I am yeah. very proud of you. Oh. I, I have watched you over the years. You're a wonderful friend. Mm. And I, your record label and just everything, the, the Josie Music Awards, this show, I've listened I've listened over the years. I'm just, I'm blown away at how this has grown and where you have gone in your journey. And I'm, I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you so much. And, and back at you, I'm so proud of where, where you are now. You seem like you're in such a happy place and you are just putting out some great music for everybody. And I'm so excited for you and so happy for you. And I'm excited to just follow your journey. And you have been such a great friend to me. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, and 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 thank you for giving. Thank you for allowing mm-hmm. artists like myself and all independent artists. Thank you for giving us a platform to express our authentic and unique voices. We need more shows and more hosts oh. like you. We oh, really do. thank you. I, uh, I just I just adore you. Thank you so much. Uh. I adore you back, darling. Thank uh. you. I'll talk to you real soon, everybody. Please make sure you check out Joan, Olivia, Joan and the Roses. I promise you, you will not regret it. And make sure you get that album, Roots and Wings, right now. And thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. This was wonderful. Ah, love her. Um, So here is Joan, Olivia and her single, 90s Girl. Hit it. Hey girl, it's Joni. Do you have a second? This guy is a dream. We had the best time last night. Yes, girl. I feel like I'm in a Drew Barrymore movie. Give me what love. 
Um, thank you both so much for joining me, um, my incredible guests, Craig Hendricks, and of course, Joan Olivia. I appreciate you both so much for for coming on and chatting about your careers and about your lives. And thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. I truly appreciate it. And I hope you all have a great of your night. And oh, I, this was a fun show. So thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Love y'all. Bye-bye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. 
It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.